Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 Wildcats, Bearcats, Shockers, and Badgers. It's March Madness, everybody. I'm Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. How you doing? Hope your week was fantastical. If you're new to the program, uh, I am your host, comedian Billy Presida. This is the podcast where every week I chat with ladies I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, gender, love, relationships, and sometimes a little bit of porn. Always a fun time over here. Uh, so if you're new, welcome. If you're, if you're not new, welcome back. Um, I want to I want to start off this week's episode. Uh, give a shout out. Give a huge fucking thank you um, to Katie. Katie, you know who you are. Um, guys, listen. Any and I'm not going to harp on this long. This and this is another person just kind of gave above and beyond out of nowhere, like an amount like that may be insignificant to a person with a nice salary, but it's super significant for me, the poor comedian uh, who has to make rent. So. Katie, you're awesome and fabulous, and I've also uh, seen what she looks like, also super sexy. (laughs) Guys, the website, it's up, it's live. You can check out all the episodes of the Man Whore Podcast uh, to stream over at www.manwhorepod.com. Yep, it's there. Hey, uh, and if you're in a huge rush, you can skip typing www.dot. It'll still go to the website, I promise. It's fine. Just going to save you those few milliseconds. And we got some fun things on there. We've got a reading list. We've got a gallery of fan whore boobs. Listeners submitted booby pictures. We've got all the episodes. I'm going to put some writing up there um, when, I, when I have something I really need to dish about. If I can't wait to record it, I'm going to write it up and it'll be on there. And uh, if you want to support the show, guys, if you want, guys... Uh, we, I'm now officially a Babeland Toys affiliate. So if you're looking to get some sexy toys, go on over to the website, click the click the Babeland banner. I get a nice little kickback. If you don't want to buy sex toys, but you want to buy other things on the internet, go still go to the website, click on the Amazon banner. Guys, I got banners on banners on banners. What, what? <laughs> oh, I'm a silly bitch. Guys, show dates, everybody. Show dates. My bed is collapsing under me. Uh, should not have eaten chicken last night. Show dates, everybody. Um, Friday night, this Friday, March 27th, I will be at Beauty Bar in New York City. There's a free comedy show at 8.30. It's uh, over on 14th Street between 2nd and 3rd Avenues. And on Saturday, March 28th, I'm at Firewater's Bar and Grill in Hackensack, New Jersey. That show is at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's $10 cover at the door. I'll be uh, doing a little bit of a longer set. So if you want to come on out, you New Jerseyites, New Jersey Inns, New Jersey Sexuals, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a fun show. Or maybe not. I have no idea. And then uh, April 16th, I will be back on Jefferson's sex storytelling show, Bear, at Sidewalk NYC over on Avenue A. That, uh, that show, I think, has a $10 cover as well. Those are the shows. Those are the dates. I am your host. This is a podcast. That's a chair that you can't see because this is an audio medium. What's going on with me, everybody, before I jump into this week's episode? 
Um, some things, some stuff, some exciting updates. First, uh, so that that lady girl who I, you know, I was I've been going out with the last couple months, put the kibosh on things, and kind of out of nowhere, like we, after two months, we finally had sex. You know, we both decided like, okay, like let's, mm, yeah, like let's let's fuck. Like we'd been we'd fooled around, we've gone on nice dates. Finally had the sex. Five days later, she says, "Listen, I don't, I don't really see this becoming more than just being good friends." I'm like, "Wow, you are just really friendly with your friends, then, aren't you?" <laughs> so that's that's over. That's done. It's fine, guys. I'm okay. Totally fine. Because what better way to to get over uh, the ten seconds of feeling bad about being dumped uh, than go into an orgy? Uh, no, but seriously, I don't feel that bad about it. it so I went back to Hacienda um, last Saturday. Super fun, sexy time. The, uh, the the theme was evil twin. This was one I could actually do a costume for. I think I actually nailed the costume. See, I, I wore slacks and then I wore a suit jacket. Uh, no shirt underneath because I got to stay sexy. And I had it like a loose tie on because and I wanted because I was doing like a, the corporate look. Kind of like a sexy corporate guy, because for me, the, the total opposite of me is a guy who's just financially stable, well-adjusted, is respected by his peers, you know. I, I think I looked pretty good, and, I, and I'm not just saying this so I can say, oh, I went to an orgy. Uh, I, met, I met a gal. There were many gals there, but I, I, was, I talked to this one woman. Uh, must have been like five hours. We were just talking and making out. Talking and making out. Five hours. There are people fucking right next to us. Literally, if we reached our hand out, we could have fingered somebody of either gender. Uh, and no, but we were just we were really into just kissing and discussing what kind of books we like. <clears throat> it was it was kind of sweet. Uh, I think it was sweet. I'm sure there are people looking at us being like, what are those weirdos doing? Why are they still so clothed? They keep kissing. And then they keep they seem to be making noises with their mouths that aren't moans of pleasure. <laughs> no, so this uh, this woman and I, we're, t- we're talking. We're, I'm, I mean, guys, chemistry is clicking. It's cool. Uh, and then she invited me back to her place. And which was funny because she's like, so do you want to get out of here? Because like, listen, after you know, at four four a.m. at the bar, you may say to somebody, "Hey, want to go back to my place so you can fool around?" We're at a sex party. It's like we could fool around right here. <laughs> but it was sweet. It was nice. And and she drove me home in the morning. And gonna got her number. She wants to see me again. I really want to see her again. So see what happens. Um, there was one thing though. So she is of the older persuasion. And again, I say older, not meaning old. I mean, older as in if she were 27, she'd be older. No, but so she's in her thirties and, ambi- uh, ambiguously in her thirties. And she had an issue with my age. Probably about an hour or so. And she learns, uh, you know, she learns I am nearing 26 years old. Kind of, I could see her, I, I watched her face and her mind all work together to just move past that hurdle, at least temporarily. But she, you know, she kept, be, she, I want, and she was like, listen, just don't remind me of your age. <laughs> just don't tell me. 
She's like, I want to be ignorant. I want the curtain. Just, um, it, I, I won't say like it annoyed me. It just, you know, it kind of, fr- it's frustrating. Because I have always been, um, I always felt like I fit in more with an older crowd. I mean, I've been doing stand-up comedy since I was 19. So I was, I've just always been hanging out with people in their 20s and 30s and sometimes even older, right? So I'm just used to being around, so which naturally I ended up with older women when I was in college because I was surrounded by older people. And they always thought I was a bit older than I was. And as she as well thought I was, you know, in my late 20s. And, and But here's where I, I've had people literally draw a line and just say, like, they can't keep making out with me because of my age. As soon as they hear the number, they have this arbitrary line in the sand, which I always thought was weird. Because, like, you, um, you thought I was attractive, right? You thought I was intelligent. You, you were turned on by me intellectually as well, right? You thought I had a fun personality. So was, was, my, was the year I was born and change anything? It doesn't. So let's go back to making out. It reminds me of this story, uh, you know, when I, was, when I was 20 years old, I went over to McSorley's Old Ale House here in New York City, and was, I was there by myself just having a beer, and I'm at this table, there's these two attractive ladies, uh, one attractive lady and her, her friend <laughs> sitting across from me, and then there's a group of like loud former frat boys turned Wall Street bros uh, next to us being really loud. It's communal seating, so we're all on the same table. I ended up talking to the women for like, an, you know, probably an hour or two. And then they decide they they get up to go. I say it was really nice talking to y'all. They thought I was older. To be fair, they said so. Like, oh, where did you go to college? And I said I went to NYU, which was not a lie. I did go to NYU. I was also still at NYU. They get up to go now. See this woman, Sarah. She, the one I was, I was, I was like, okay, I'm, I think there might be a click here. She mentioned at one point during it, like, a perfect date to her would be, like, going to get some sort of, like, lobster dinner or something. And this, this whole, like, thing that her grandmother taught her. And so she leaves the bar. I'm sitting there for, like, 30 seconds when I think, fuck it. I'm going to go. I'm, gonna, I'm going after her. So I, I fight through the crowd. I get outside. Her and her friend are still outside of the bar, thank God. And I say, hey, Sarah, you know, if you'd be up for it, I'd, I'd really like to get that lobster dinner sometime. And she goes, yeah, I'd really like that. Gives me her number. I wait the customary two days to call. I leave a voicemail. You know, like I thought old people did. And, uh, and, and just through accidental Facebook searching, she found me and, re- and she discovered that I was 20. And she said, uh, hey, listen, you seem like a really great guy, but I'm just, just too big, big of an age difference for me. And so she ended it before we even got to go out. Again, she was into me. She was. She thought I was cute. She thought I was funny. She thought I was. Um, she had. I had a good personality. She wanted to go out with me. And then there's just like arbitrary line in the sand she drew. And uh, that was that was annoying for me. You know, this this woman who from the party. She, you know, she told me that she had dated some younger guys before who were in their mid twenties and that they didn't work out because they just weren't. Um, like kind of prepared to be able to like date her. And I'm like, that just sounds like you dated people who weren't prepared to be dating or who couldn't date you. All right. It's, it's not entirely to do with their age. It could be a factor, but that's not, there are going to be guys who are your age and older who just won't be ready mentally, who are just immature. You know, so I, I'm, guys, I'm imploring everyone here, you know, judge people based on the person. Don't judge them based off of some 
somewhat arbitrary attribute like age or occupation status. You know, not everyone who's unemployed is just a lazy bum living in mom's basement. You don't know the the factors involved. Um, other things, you know, I think felons, I think former felons get a really tough rap, right? You know, just because someone was in prison once does not make them just completely undateable. Get to know the person, judge them based on who they are, because you might miss out on something fantastic and spectacular. You might miss out on a really special person if you draw too many arbitrary lines in the sand. So that's, I guess, a piece of advice for you, as well as uh, an update on me, everybody. So that's what's going on there. This week's episode, everyone, is KK. Oh, my gosh. So I'm in Chicago. Years ago, I was driving around the country doing stand-up for a couple months, and I was crashing on... I found through the internet, uh, I find this girl, Kay. She let me, she's like, yeah, you can crash on my couch. <clears throat> First night, kind of, we kind of hook up, and then that was it. And then I crash. And, you know, all these years later, I'm going back to Chicago. And she says, yeah, you know what? You can crash again. We do not hook up this time, but you know what we did do? We record a podcast. Um, this episode is not like all that sexual. I mean, there's plenty of sex and sexual things. There's also some things that are not sexual that are just fucking silly. You'll hear why. I'm not going to spoil why we're so silly. You'll find out why. So, yeah, I semi-apologize, but I totally am sorry, not sorry about this. This is is a fun episode. I had a really good time with both recordings with Kay, and I think you guys are going to enjoy hearing... A different version of your favorite lovable man horror with a heart of gold host. Host. What was that? Host. <laughs> uh, so everybody just sit back, relax, enjoy. Or don't relax. I don't care. Maybe you're running on the treadmill. That, maybe that's not relaxing for you. I don't know. But whatever you're doing, I want you to enjoy this week's episode with Kay. Get into it. When your mission is beyond missionary, step up your game with Liberator. Their collection of transformable sex furniture and sex toy mounts will put you in sexual positions you never thought were possible. Use promo code MANHORE and save 40% off the best-selling wedge ramp combo at liberator.com. As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where Liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier, just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder Uh, uh, uh. and you can get 40 percent off liberators wedge ramp combo when you use promo code manhor at liberator.com or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product again 40 percent off their best-selling wedge ramp combo with promo code manhor or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today um so we are sober now Yes, we are That's in the good. in the bright, harsh light of day. 
I think I'm going to put this before all the high stuff. Yeah. So, so, and they're going to know in the intro. I'll tell so, them. So people will know we're not totally profoundly stupid. They're, they're aware of, of why we're speaking like this now and they know what's going to come after. Yeah. So it's cool. The, the chaos yeah. and hilarity. They essentially already ensue. know who you are, uh, but they okay. don't. Yeah. But they don't. Okay. Um, what we didn't get to talk to talk about before, which mm-hmm. is great because I love the uh, the the time continuity. Uh, it's like I feel like I'm in Interstellar because really I'm talking about <laughs> what we talked about before. But for them listening, it's going to come after. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 fuck with people's heads a little. Sure. So yeah. what we talked about before, uh, what we didn't talk about before okay. is uh, is you were mm-hmm. when I met you, you were sugar babying. Uh, like yes. a yep. big. Were you yep. writing about it for school? Um. So, so yes, I, I initially took a gender studies class that led me to a specific website that I think you're familiar with. That's, Um, that is the problem with educating women is they end up on sugar babies. Um, (laughs) if you're a smart woman who did not grow up in a religious household, it, it seems like a win-win, I'll be honest for a while. Um, no, if you're young and reasonably hot and you're not looking for a serious relationship, uh, as long as you are safe in all senses of that word, uh, it can be a lot of fun and, and, uh, useful, uh, for ladies with college loans. So you told me, uh, that the guy and it was in France, right? Uh, I, I did the last time you visited me, uh, visit someone in France, uh, who I had met through a, a website when I was still doing that. Yes. Right, and he, uh, you told me you were getting, on top of just like being flown to France and dinners, you were getting five grand a month cash. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. From that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So sugar babying for people who think it's prostitution, um, explain a little more. I I mean, I don't think they're wrong. Um, I mean, I didn't ever meet anyone in a park and get in their car and give them a blowjob for a hundred dollars like i wasn't i've had women that do level. that for free so i mean that's I, crazy well well you're you're not ugly so there you go <laughs> um thank you <laughs> no it's um I, you know i i can probably to higher end escorting um i think people can be more respectful but i've certainly heard horror stories where they're not or people who are doing it in like rural areas and basically encounter the same type of thing, like I said, and no, no fault to those ladies doing that and those men requesting things at that level. But I think um, that can be a little less safe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, what I was doing uh, was maybe probably akin to kind of being a kept woman. Um, okay. So yeah, somewhere kind of between high end escorting and being a kept woman because I, I, the people that I saw, I tended to see more than once. Well, that was the whole point. Was how yeah. you explained it to me was that some, it's you'd go on a first date and you mm-hmm. might get some cash just to be on that first date. Oh, but sure. You told me you would never take the envelope if you didn't think you were going to like date them. Yeah, essentially. no, for the most part, um, like on a first date, sometimes people would give you. I mean, it was still like above and beyond your cab fare, but it, you yeah. know, just kind of, uh, it's a gesture. It's an acknowledgement of right. your time. Um, you know, with the idea that obviously you're not dating to eventually move in and make babies with someone, um, you're dating to enjoy it. And there tends to be an age differential and a socioeconomic differential. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, that's sort of a sign of respect if people would like to, uh, move forward and continue to see one another. Although, um, I'd say there are definitely cases where, um, that's just a sign of courtesy, even if people are not interested in in moving forward. Because well, I had a friend who she uh, she would go for a little while. She would go 
on first dates with no intention of falling through just mm-hmm. to get that first date cash. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could certainly do that. I guess I would say, um, what's the point? Um, Because you get a free dinner and some extra cash for like maybe a couple hours not doing anything sexual. I see the point. Yeah, yeah. From my end. I I mean, for me, um, when I did click with someone and had like mostly a really great time, I would not say that I ever slept with someone that I didn't want to sleep with um, and not like I never 100% did it for money. So you like Um, some of these guys you might have actually slept with even if there's no money involved. um, If you guys met in like a different way. Yeah, well, I mean, likely. I was in a period in my life where I was single and I was dating multiple people regardless. So I was dating mm-hmm. people, uh, quote unquote, normally, getting the quote unquote, uh, you know, the free normal dinner that you would get from a, a young gentleman, you know, mm-hmm. early on in dating. Um, so for me, it was just kind of a win, win, win. This is something I'd be doing normally and I get to meet people who are a little bit older, a little bit more well-established. Um, you know, they take me to cooler places. I have the chance to make some money. Um, and because I'm maybe more interested in people sexually who I'm also interested intellectually, it was, it's easier to meet someone and get to know them and become sexually attracted because they are a well-educated dynamic person or an an interesting, not necessarily well-educated dynamic person. Um, which maybe makes me different than some people. I'm not really well, aren't sure. Aren't you a special snowflake? Not really. Uh, I maybe I just have a silver fox thing. Uh-huh. A silver fox thing. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I tell you, I got on. Uh, so after hanging out with you for two and a half weeks, off you got on, on seeking arrangements. Yeah. When I got okay. back to New York, I, I made a profile on the seeking arrangements, hoping to find maybe a, a sugar mama. Did Did you meet anyone? I almost met one person. Oh, okay, but and you and you didn't go gay. Because you're not gay, so you didn't you didn't I, try that. I know guys who've tried it. I kept the male option open. Yeah, but I acknowledged that it would take more money for the guy than than it would for a, a sugar mama. Yeah, no, that's fair. If you're if you're not gay, going gay for pay is um, well. I can't imagine it personally as a as a bisexual woman. Um, I can't imagine there being like a category of people other than just people I'm unattracted to that right. are just off the table. Well, it's just for me. It was like uh, the one person I almost met up with was a man. Uh, oh, okay. But he wanted not like an arrangement. He just wanted like a one-off thing. Okay. And that was, oddly enough, part of like the lack of appeal to me. Uh, basically, yeah. there's this doctor. He's from Tennessee. He was going to be in New York for like a weekend. Okay. And he wanted to meet up one night. But again, it wasn't like, it wasn't like come over and we're going to bang. But you yeah. know, he did want to take me out for a nice time. Like he wanted to take mm-hmm. me out to a nice dinner and drinks and a Broadway show. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, I love musicals. This guy gets me. Yeah. You know? But then he wanted to go back to like his penthouse suite in yep. the hotel, mm-hmm. and then he wanted to make out and jerk each other off. And that sounds like a wonderful evening. Sure, if, if you're gay, well, or he, or open to that. I don't know. It was scenario. weird because I feel like I said for that I would have gotten two grand, and I said no. But I think it was just because he, when he said making out, I turned to Julia Roberts like, uh, no kissing. This yeah, no. boundary. If you're if you're not attracted to men. Uh, making out and kissing is pretty rough. I, I never had that like as a sort of a rule, um, kind of with the idea that I would never get to the point of having sex because I would be kissing and it wouldn't be a good fit, uh, you know, with someone that I didn't, I wasn't naturally attracted to on some level. Right. Well, what I'm saying is just like, it was odd because one, the amount of, I, I could, I would, obviously kiss a man for a certain amount of money mm-hmm. but for all the things he wanted put together for a one-off two grand doesn't really change my life or two mm-hmm. grand one time like if this guy was saying like two grand you know every 
whatever amount of time mm-hmm. and we're going to do these things when I'm in town, I could do, I could probably make myself come to terms with that. I need something that's going to actually like change my quality but of see, living. Even, even the way that you're saying it, make yourself come to terms with, and that's totally fair because you are a mostly straight man. It would be a, a primarily fan- financial endeavor, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I attempted to, and this could be me totally rationalizing what I was doing at the time as a young horny person who wanted money. Um, I would like to believe that I was never offered so much money that I couldn't say no if I wasn't attracted to someone on some level. Because like I said, if I hadn't... Say that again, rephrase it. So I would like to believe that I was never, ever offered an amount of money that I couldn't turn down. There are so many negatives in that sentence. I know, it's terrible. Okay, so I didn't sleep with people that I wasn't attracted to. Right, right. I I got what you were saying, but... Yeah, Um, (laughs) I mean, and that's really with the idea, and that's why regular things for smaller amounts of money tend to be the the going thing that people do, um, because people don't like the one-offs. It's too close to prostitution, and... Mm -hmm. The people who are um, the the financiers, quote unquote, on on these websites um, feel just as strangely. I think sometimes, especially in larger cities, because you're not dealing with. Um, I mean, you are sometimes dealing with, in, in my case, men who've used prostitutes before. Um, but I, I think, on average, you're you tend to be dealing with people who want casual dating and are wealthy enough to attempt to pay to avoid the bullshit. That is casual dating. Um, because in the case of, of men with women, and I'm sort of the first to admit, uh, you know, I'm an eternal optimist uh, in dating. A man could tell me a million times that he's only looking for casual. And if his actions don't line up with that and he treats me well and is attractive and is a gentleman. No, he loves me. He's going to, we can well, do this. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it will work. You know, women, uh, I think, and, and God, God bless them or, or no one would ever get married. Um, but I think in relationships, n- women are the eternal optimists and uh, having a financial arrangement I think helps, although not all the time, because I heard many situations where, where things end because a woman wants more. Um, although just as many where they end because the, the guy wants more. Um, but uh, having a financial arrangement helps keep those boundaries in place and helps uh, people be satisfied with, with what they have. Because mm-hmm. uh, often, I would say the women that I ran into, and I, I did some uh, research at, at my university, uh, actually interviewing other women who were participating. Yeah, there were other sugar um, babies. Yeah, money money helps them be content and not ask for more because in many cases these are extremely attractive, young, um, often fairly intelligent women who would otherwise demand much more from the men in their lives in terms of uh, commitment if they're with someone they like, like I'm fine, because they can't. I'm not. I'm fine. I'm fine settling on having no future with you just so long as you know they're being compensated. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're a 24 year old, uh, you know. Uh, former or current uh, model who, you know, does X and Y and is going to a good school, you know, you, you have it all basically. And a 60 year old CEO understands that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not the only unconventional thing you've done. Like you've also uh, lived some of the, the more polyamorous lifestyle. Uh, yeah, no, I did. I, I just sort of uh, quote unquote ended for the time being. So many quotes and unquotes with you. Yeah, I, 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 it's I would ter- love, it's I terrible. would love for you to forget the close of quote and then it's just, and a, it's just open one long forever. quote and then Microsoft Word reminds you later on. It's like this is that, a that'll never happen. I'm so OCD. <laughs> um, but no, I just I just finished a, a year sort of exploring polyamory, um, which I thought. 
I don't know. I still really like it. I love, I love all the people I met so much. And many of them are still very close friends. Um, I'm, I'm sort of in this weird space of, do I still get to call myself Polly if I love and respect a lot of these principles, but I'm not currently interested in dating and relationships with multiple people. Right. You're bisexual. Yes. You're right now exclusive with your male partner. I am. Mm-hmm. You're still bisexual. But I'm still bisexual. You're still poly. It's, I it's, find that to be more of an orientation, almost like a mindset versus like a, a thing to do. Like I hate it when yeah. people say, I'm just going to go do the poly thing. I'm like, it's not about doing. It's just about yeah. how you feel about love and how your love works. Well, like and, it, and that's that's like because I started to get into questioning it quite a bit because um, – you know, it was a great thing to do while single. Like, oh, I can date a bunch of people and I don't need to feel bad about it as long as I'm I'm respectful and I understand what they want and they need. Mm-hmm. And I communicate. Um, and that seems like, oh, I can totally have sex and date multiple people and they can all know about each other and we can hang out as friends and that's amazing. And then I fell in love and then all of the feelings and it just, it gets really complicated. Now, so did you not have those feelings for any of your other partners before? It's It's not like I didn't have really strong feelings of friendship and sexual desire and even love on some level. Um, I, I don't know how to describe the difference and maybe, maybe the difference uh, is, is a, is a negative thing is a, a product of our, um, you know, sort of squared in culture. Um, but I didn't have, it's not, I don't know the way I describe it. I didn't have, and it's not a possessive feeling per se, although I think it can manifest itself that way. Unfortunately, um, yeah, I didn't have that. You're so awesome. I want to spend lots of time with you. You could potentially make a future partner, um, you know, like a future long-term partner sort of feeling. I was more living in the moment until I met this person. Um, and I still like, I'm struggling to live in the moment, but it it's harder when you start to really fall for and get to know someone that you think could be in your life for a while. Um, and the eternal optimist that I am, I tend to stick to and stay with people that I could potentially see a future with, um, which I think is somewhat silly given my age, but I like, I like having that potential. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You know, what's something that annoys me though is, uh, you know, as polyamory gets more into the mainstream, mm-hmm. it gets confused a lot with just the general non-monogamy. So there's a lot of people who like, they want to do open mm-hmm. relationships and, and they, but they, they feel like a shame that they just want to fuck other people and that's all. So they'd be like, mm-hmm. we're just going to be poly. But they, that's not what they mean. They mean they just want to fuck other people. Yeah. I, like, just I say struggle that. Just with say, that too yeah. because I I don't know what it's like. Uh, I, I can fully admit to be like that that initial honeymoon stage, like I'm in love with you, part of early part of a relationship with mm-hmm. two people. And I've questioned whether or not I would even ever like let myself experience that because once I kind of have someone that I feel that way about, I don't, I don't feel myself open to the potential for it to feel that way for another person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's part of the reason I've questioned like, well, polyamorous, that's multiple loves. Couldn't, can yeah. I do that? And I think I've come to the understanding that like multiple loves doesn't mean the same kind of love. Mm. Um, Interesting. And so it could be like not different levels, like hierarchically, but different kinds of love. Like there is a deep love that I feel for my close friends who I'm not sexual with. Um, and there's a deep love that I feel for people that I've been sexual with in the past, but I'm currently just friends with. Sure. Yeah. Um, definitely. So feel that way, uh, that way about a lot of, uh, guests from the show. Oh, that's I still nice. have like, uh, I'm like, yeah. we don't get naked anymore, but I still have all sorts of care for you. 
Exactly. And I don't know. It's hard because I think I'm closer than my current partner and some of my previous uh, uh, partners and people I've dated to kind of wanting like one person that I'm in a like quote unquote serious relationship. Well, there I am again with the quote unquotes um, yep. serious relationship with and then having deep friendships and sex with other people that's like on a more casual basis. Um, but that gets rough with like a job and real life and schedules mm-hmm. and all of that. So like the logistics of that and being respectful is kind of rough. Um, so no, I, I, I think non-monogamy as opposed to poly in the sense that they are different. Um, which is one's, one's the umbrella term. One's a a particular thing. It's kind of like that whole, Mm -hmm. you know, all squares are rectangles. Not all rectangles are squares. Exactly. Well, and I don't think, I think people can move pretty fluidly between them. Like I've met a lot of married couples now who are non-monogamous, but I wouldn't say that they just seek out sex outside their marriage. I think there are also some deep friendships. And at the same time, there's maybe, a greater boundary because the institution of marriage has already been in place. And sometimes these people already have children together and everything. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a greater preset understanding that they have kind of a primary relationship that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people that are younger and don't yet have families and aren't yet married, um, you know, the way that they conceive of non-monogamy outside of perhaps a primary relationship or a relationship with someone they're seeing the majority of the time, um, is a little bit different and maybe a little bit more fluid over time. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it is an incredibly complicated world because people use different labels for similar things sometimes. And, and there's no like universal thing of what a label means. And then we all get confused and it's like, why don't we just, Oh, Oh, was that our go. alarm? No, no, it was just a phone call. It's just, no. well, it's just uncanny because it's like at almost the time I was like, yeah, we'll probably oh. wrap up around now. I was like, that's nice. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious though, before we go, because no, I've, I've told things. you about my, my poly experience and my, my deal there. Uh, what, what label do you prefer and how, how does that like work with your situation? Um, I, I generally will call myself polyamorous, but it's really all in theory. So I'm always very shaky about mm-hmm. like grasping the title. Um, because, you know, not only have I not had more than one serious girlfriend at the same time, mm-hmm. I haven't even had one serious girlfriend since I was 19. Yeah. Uh, not for lack of trying. Yeah. But no one will love me. Uh, but no, it's, it's the way I used to explain it to people, this before I even knew polyamory was a thing, mm-hmm. was uh, I had this really shitty tank analogy that uh, many girls made fun of me for. I would say, well, do you believe in love? And usually it's like, yeah. I'm like, do you believe that you can be in love with more than one person over the course of time? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, yeah. I was like, well, I just believe that those in theory can overlap. Mm-hmm. Like, and that I don't, you know, if I have a tank for Jenna behind me of mm-hmm. my love, a tank of love. <laughs> I don't have to take away from Jenna's tank to fill in like Caitlin's tank. Yeah, no, They're that totally separate, makes sense. Yeah. Love is an infinite resource. Unfortunately, time is not. Right, and, and so that's, that's the main the thing. Big, the big management yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's when you have to get like separate colors in your eye cap. Yeah, no, that's honestly, I'd say, um, I mean, besides like some desire to like work on myself and insecurity and jealousy and all that stuff, like within a committed relationship, um, that's like the number one thing because I'm still in the midst of trying to find a good fit job wise and applying to grad school and everything else. Um, and my partner has a lot going on as well. Um, so I'd say like, that's, that's 
one of the number one things for me is just having enough just, time yeah. for, I mean, each other, let alone other people. I literally then, have to put in girls' names in the account. Just, it's just to remember that that block of time has been committed to another person. Well, and alone time, too. And that's the one of the huge things, actually, when I first started polydating, <laughs> that was such a, uh, an issue for me. I kept realizing that I was, like, I was enjoying poly, and I really, like, wanted to go out and meet a bunch of new people. But I was also... I don't know. And when you start seeing one person regularly, then it becomes, oh, well, they're on a date. Maybe I should schedule a date for the same night. And I started to date more, more than you really more than needed. I really wanted or needed to and not give myself enough alone right. time. So I think that you end can up be, on Tinder way too much. Yeah, I can think I think that can be like a number one pitfall because, you know, it's it's a nice way to distract yourself. But ultimately, you should be appreciating right. the people you're spending time with and wanting to spend time with them, not wanting to distract yourself because that's not like really respectful towards them or even generally healthy although i no, will say sex, exactly. is, sex is a great distraction no it is I, a fun distraction i you know <laughs> i think there's a balance i think sex can be a conversation communication um connection and sex is also you know an apple a day stress reliever um and so uh, I, think, I can't wait to meet the doctor who tells me that <laughs> i i think i think babe you got i need two. the blow job it's it's prescribed I have my copay if you want it. I mean, no, I mean, I, I think, and I've made this analogy before, but I think um, sex in relationships and in dating as a single person um, and masturbation, however, like that mix works for you, is just as important as eating right and exercising and all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. um, it's pretty important to me that uh, my friends and, and my loved ones sort of, I hope, feel the same way because I think. I think it keeps you well balanced. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, th okay. This was a good sober session. Yeah, uh, it was, we, it was we did okay. More, we redeemed ourselves. Pronounced. I mean, listen. I don't think I need much redeeming. They, these yeah. people love me. Oh, uh, they already like me. <laughs> they wouldn't be on episode fifty. I think you're episode fifty. Congratulations. <gasps> um, they wouldn't be on episode fifty if they didn't all like me to some extent. But I'm pretty sure we they they're gonna they like you now. I think they'll still like you in a minute after they hear all my maniacal laughter. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let them drift off into and hear how we devolved ourselves oh, uh, God. after eating some edibles. Oh. So <laughs> I will never forget that night. Oh man, that was fun. So yeah, everybody, uh, stay tuned in. I'm just gonna fade right on in. Uh, we we did like about an hour and a half, and I. Really, for the sake of you people listening, if anything, I have <laughs> I've condensed uh, and, and tightened it up a bit. So here are some really good chunks that show us devolving into highness uh, with some edibles. Okay. Things and stuff and things and stuff and more stuff and things. Yeah. And things and stuff. That's pretty good. Stuffing things into other things and stuff. Oh, and there it goes. Stuffing things. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so do you have you don't have questions this is a conversation it's not an interview yeah whenever we start like it would be more of a conversation oh, okay have we not started then maybe we have maybe we haven't this, this, but it's fun this isn't the start it's fun that i'm fucking with you now because we don't know yet it's we we don't know it's it's we don't know like we might be recording right now yeah we might not be yeah i think this is an enigma to be managed, not a problem to be solved. <laughs> Excuse me while I go look up the word enigma, and then I will totally be able to help you out with that sentence you said. 
Are you high yet? Is I <laughs> I think this is okay because yeah. like I'm not. I'm also. I'm telling you, I'm I need. Also having like a hot flash. <laughs> You're having a hot flash. That's probably a sign that you might be some form of intoxicated. Maybe, or I'm just like really nervous because with the ear things, I can hear my own voice. Yeah, like there's some. It's cool, right? Y- yes, but also weird, <laughs> and it makes you feel. Not really self-conscious. I don't know. I really like the sound of my own voice as well. So I'm, I, I'm keenly aware of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to need the second piece. Okay. Like, we'll, we'll check in. What time is it? It's 926. It's a long time to wait. Okay. We'll give it another 15 minutes. 15 minutes I can have. Okay. So we, uh, we, we had some edibles before. <laughs> She's stroking <laughs> the mic with the windscreen on it um, onto her fit cheek. Okay. You don't know what fans have had what and touched, done that's, the same that's thing. That's true. I assume that you like wipe these with something back no, to but I probably shouldn't knowing you. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I don't. People don't usually put the fucking microphone on their mouth. You've given me something vaguely phallic looking and you don't expect me to put it in my mouth. I mean, you have other phallic-looking things. I'm happy to go watch you. <laughs> Rebellious put it in your mouth. Ryan. Yeah, she has this like monstrous suction cup dildo in her. It's the number one selling dildo on Amazon, and it was like twenty five dollars with tax. And it it came. I have Prime. Came next day on a Saturday, and I stuck it on the bathtub wall and went to town. Yeah, it was magnificent magnificent rebellious ryan but things like a like a nine inch dick and it's girthy as whoa it's actually so it's large it was one of the more average looking dildos that i viewed on amazon they also had a massive mark and a what was it a stuff me stefan very alliterative yes uh if you ever want to do a comedy bit on the little Oh my God, Billy, I have a joke for you. You can use this in your comedy skits. No, it's, it's not really like you'd have to come up with the joke for it because I'm, I'm not the joke person. I'm occasionally funny and it's a general now because I've tried. Um, uh, no, the little paragraph, the Amazon product description paragraphs for these things are fucking hysterical. <coughs> it's amazing. So that in itself was not funny, but you should read them and or like come up with something. Rebellious Ryan. It's also very... Uh, it, I had to. I had to do a comparison. I uh, so it, it feels very cocky. It's lifelike. It, yeah. it's heavy. The thing's two pounds. Yeah, yeah. But let's forget about how massive it is. I'm like hold like the skin of it felt like mm-hmm. my cock, kind of like, but stickier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is kind of. It does stick to things. Well, in that little black spot from where it like it to. like melted onto something. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's. I was like, I I didn't <coughs> want a black dildo. I like white boys. Mm-hmm. I. It, it maybe it's like a birthmark. Yeah. It's kind of cute. So so context for everyone listening. Uh, right now we're here with Kay. And before this, we thought it would be fun to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we thought it would be fun to eat some edibles. Chocolate. Yeah. It's chocolate. And I don't really do the weed, as I think you guys might know. <laughs> and she's being all sort of silly, willy. I can't see you doing it. The mic's in front of your face. She's doing fish face. <laughs> I think she's high. I'm not high. I told her, like, listen, that's cute. You want to give me half of a, a, a I'll give you another piece square of chocolate, but if you still don't feel do anything in like me. fifteen minutes, but I think it's gonna fuck you up. I don't think it is. I'm right now I'm listen, I had the half piece, I'm drinking some whiskey and I drink feel, more because I've been drinking some of this and I think that helps it act faster. The like bullshit terrible crane burrito. Well, that just sounds like science to me. So yes, great. If you drink alcohol, the pot acts faster. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Done by a study of one. Um, <laughs> <coughs> so no, we thought it would be fun to like do, do some edibles and see if we can devolve into something. Madness. Yeah, and see see what happens. Madness. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to be a, uh, a too serious episode. She didn't. She's not one of the many who broke my heart. So uh, I think we could just have some fun with this. Yeah. No, I just gave him a really bad blowjob. <laughs> wasn't like really bad. It, <laughs> it was, was. It was the most mediocre blowjob I think I've ever given. It was okay. And you were a mediocre recipient, and I was a well, mediocre blowjob really giver. I really don't think either of us really wanted to do that. I don't think either of us. I, I think it was incidental. Wanted. It's like, oh, you've been on my couch for two weeks, and I know you've been masturbating, and no, like, this was and the you first, stole my lotion. This was the first night I was there. No way. Yes. Was it? Yes. I, I was see, in I don't, your bed. I don't even remember. And we're talking and then no. we kissed and then you just kind of blew me. But like I no. ni- neither of us were very enthusiastic about the situation. It happened. I, I Nope, it was first really? night. First night. You remember I don't remember yep. this at all. First night and then we like basically didn't talk about it for the two weeks I stayed there. Serious? No, that's not true because you made me mix CDs that said like thank you for hosting me. And there were like the first three said that, and then the last one said, Thank you for blowing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At you, the very end. You appreciate it was a it was, it was a welcome. Welcome to Chicago Billy blowjob. It was a welcome to Chicago Billy blowjob. It was, it was I'm like just a saying, handshake that wasn't quite firm enough. Well, you it's just like you say it was a bad blowjob. I'm like like neither of us I really know, wanted I, I it. I think it I think it was mediocre. It was you know, it was neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. It you know. A cock is a cock is a cock. I didn't know you very well, but you're like, oh, this is a fun guy. He's sleeping on my couch. Like, you're right there. I like could go out to a bar or like, you're just right there on my couch. I was. I was there. Yeah. 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 But we're like, we're still friendly. Like, yeah. no one, no one was, uh, was catastrophically injured as a result of no the mediocre har- blowjob. No one was harmed in the making of this blowjob. No, no, no. Yeah. No. I think you had bad spunk, though. I don't remember. I don't have bad spunk. I, I think, no. I well, but, but it's a pheromone thing. So, like, nope. your spunk could no, be, like, the a... nectar of the gods to some woman. And to me, it would be, like, fucking battery acid. And I can't remember, but I think maybe you were one of those funky spunk guys. Nah. I'm not sure, though. It's too long ago. So, so really, you could be right. I can't I can't. There speak are very few categorical truths in this world. <laughs> one of them is that I do not have funky spunk. Yeah. It's nine out of ten women agree. No, ten out out of nine women agree. (laughs) (laughs) I do not have funky spunk. But but I'm one of those women, and I think like maybe it was funky. But honestly, I was such a slut in those days, and well, I mean, still now, but in in different ways. I'm I am a slut in spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't remember, but I think maybe it might have been like mildly. Mildly, like you know, and it's due to diet. You could have been eating some weird shit. I was on the road. I was on the road for like two months, so like I'd been eating nothing but fast food. So. That's it. See, yeah, but you're poisoning your body and you poisoned your sperm. Well, now you're you're you've been plenty <laughs> slutty, taking all other sorts of loads uh, in in the in the past few years. So I'm sure you got over it. We're getting more pizza. I can already tell that the weed is making me want pizza. Really? Okay, cool. Because like, hey, it's, uh, it's 9.43, so I have earned oh, a Oh, you totally have. Half. And maybe I have too. I have earned a second I feel... a second piece of pot chocolate. Okay. Yeah, bring do, it. Do we like pause this or do I just like put down the mic uh, and like you can just put that. You can just put down the mic. Okay. Either I'll cut it or I won't. I haven't decided. Don't cut it. We'll see what happens. Just, just leave. Go get the go get the go get the marijuana. the silence. Go get the illegal marijuana. (laughs) Please go obtain the contraband. Okay, I've got this other piece. Let's try. Mm. 
I'm smoking. I'm an OCD bitch, even when stoned. This must be so disgusting for anyone listening. They're hearing me chew. Yep. I don't know. I always wondered why you never like did a live like play by play of I don't know, getting blown or something by a porn star on Dude, this. I have I have trust me, it has crossed my mind many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the most we've done the closest we've done is we recorded right after I did a random acts of muff dive, my third. Um you know, I'd gone down. Uh, fuck, I must have. I was going down on her for about an hour aggregate, maybe forty-five minutes, something like that. It God was, bless you, it was sir. Very long. I'm a listen. I love being down there. Um, she gave me a thank you blowjob. That was cool. And does, does that mean? So I'm <clears throat> curious. Is a thank you blowjob as compared with like a regular blowjob with gusto? Well, because like, like a just like you went down on me and it was really great. So like I'm gonna reciprocate, or is it like right, a, I right. really enjoy this? Right. It was like. Um, because we didn't uh, negotiate like reciprocation. It was random acts of muff dive. I, I assured her. I was like, I mean, you- oh, that's right. So you <coughs> come with the idea that you will only be giving. And and I and I explained like obviously like I'm down to receive. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like this is. Don't it feel, is not required. Don't yeah. This is about you, baby. Like you lie back, you relax. Okay, you deserved it. You I like all it. of that except for the part where you said baby. baby. Yeah, yeah, I knew you. That's the part you were gonna have I a problem with. I fucking hate baby. It's a good thing. Well, I didn't call you that. So. Unless unless it's Dirty Dancing been, and I've it's been... Patrick Swayze saying nobody puts baby in a corner, shut the fuck up with the baby. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I I like calling people baby. Anyways, the closer the closer I got to like walking through like a like live podcasting a a sex act was, uh, we did right after I roll off. I jokingly said, "You want to like do an episode?" And she was like, "Sure." And so we did. We like put our clothes on. Did and then also, um, why'd you put your clothes on? Uh, it felt right. We never have what you if, ever done a naked podcast? Um, I would like to do a naked episode. Uh, I almost had something in mind, but the girl kind of like talked out last minute. I would want to do one with like a regular person who I don't really know at all or barely know, and we maybe just, the sexual tension would build. I think so. I mean, as I think, you discuss, right? I think that would be interesting but, and crescendo. But more interesting is is having this person <laughs> come over. And who, like, I only know a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we both, on mic, we just strip. And then we sit there and just talk. Oh, I like that. Maybe you could incorporate like, the weird eye exercise podcast. we were talking about into that. Huh. Of four minutes of naked staring into each other's eyes. Right. That would be intense. So that's an episode. I, w- I would still like to do that. I just don't have. I would want to just, like, mm-hmm. have an episode where, like, two naked people who are in a vulnerable state mm-hmm. also open up and be honest and speak vulnerably. That's totally fair. But what if the <clears throat> what if the tension and, like, the the wordplay was so good that, like, it, it led there accidentally? Maybe. But, like, that's not the reason I would do it. Okay. I respect that. I'm a fucking respectful man. You are decidedly more sex positive and respectful and articulate about the way that you feel about things related to sex and relationships than you were at 22. Shocking, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy fucking grew up a little bit. So did I. A little bit. Actually, professionally, I have backtracked slightly. Uh, but, no, when I'm... When I... But relationship-wise, like emotional intelligence, yes. Okay. Rock him. Yeah. Uh, no. You're not allowed to use my dildo. That's a boundary. It's a, it's that, a firm that's line. A bound, that's a firm line. It's a firm line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I similarly would not share him with a female girlfriend, like even a platonic girlfriend. So, I mean, I think, I think that's not an insult to you. Okay. Okay. Do, do you have a favorite sex toy that you have? Um, I would say I really appreciate variety. 
Um, like I spent, I guess just as a, a mildly colorful example, I suppose, because for someone who used to do sex work, I never had anal sex doing it and I didn't have anal sex for years. And I actually had anal sex for the first time with my now boyfriend. Um, by the way, this whole weed thing, it's not like a high that I feel. I just feel like I got drunk without the stomach hurting. Well, that's good. But that's not high. I don't feel like I got high. No, it can be high. I, I think you need to wait a little bit longer. Just just hold on. Let me finish uh, the fucking but story. Mom, I want to be high now. Shut the fuck up. I'm barely. I'm, no, I'm younger than you are. Yeah, we established this in the elevator. Yeah, I'm by several months. So shut the fuck up. Do not mother me. Uh, anyway, let me finish the story. So as an example, I had anal sex for the first time with my now boyfriend. Uh, sometime last fall. I don't remember. Um, but so like leading up to and after that, I like discovered all of the anal sex toys. And for a while I was super fixated on that. And then I read all the terrible stories that like, if you do that too much, like fissures and shit can happen and you should not, whatever you should, you should enjoy anal sex, but perhaps not do it as frequently if there are some other options available to you. Or if you do, uh, be very careful to use lots of lube. Um, but anyway, so I, I, for a while, like that was my thing. And then, uh, I, uh, the boyfriend got busy for a while and I bought Ryan to like be a nice little supplement, uh, when we were monogamous. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're moving me along here. Anyway, no, no, so the no, boy no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm what? Saying, like, keep going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, yes. The, the drugs, the drugs, they make me slow. Um, no. So, uh, so then I bought Ryan and then, uh. Uh, you would have laughed at me, Billy. I the suction cup actually doesn't work that well. Yes. So, so no, it fucking doesn't. Not, uh, not if you leg it hard like I do. No, it fucking doesn't. It falls the fuck I off shit. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so the first night I got Ryan, and I was like really excited. It also took a, a little bit from Amazon. I, I like waited with bated breath for this thing. Uh baited, clearly. Ha ha ha. Um. Yes, yeah. yes, very good. He's 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 complimenting my puns, all of the puns. Uh I'm back. no, and then I tried to attach to various things. So like my apartment has a bank of like floor to ceiling windows and I tried attaching it to the window and then like fucking the window from behind and that was really rough cuz I was actually afraid that I might break the glass and like fall to my death and like what a thing. Oh, for them to inform my parents. So I stopped doing that and then I tried to put it on the wall it's of like my bathtub. Officers, there's a body, and then like 20 feet away, there's this, this like. Oh, I think it would have stayed in my ass. Late. It was. You, it's you really it's big. Gonna... Like once it, once it. Well, I haven't put it. in You the don't ass. think while you're falling once... three <laughs> to ten stories, your asshole might loosen up a little bit? No, but it was. Well, it wasn't <laughs> in my ass. It was in my pussy. But like, it's so thick. I get, it takes a like, concentrated effort to get it in and to get it out. Like it takes work. I'm just saying, you're, those are all muscles, and I think when you're falling to your death, I probably it might pro- like, it's, up it's, a it's like yeah, when when you die, like all sorts of things release. So probably fair. We we there's won't just go this into like shit laden cum drip dildo just like 20 yeah. feet from her body. I'd like to clarify that it was in my vagina, not in my ass, because this thing is huge, and I can barely fit my boyfriend in my ass. Um. No, I, oh, I ended up mounting the, the most successful attempt I had with the suction cup is I mounted it to the bottom of a plastic bowl that is in my kitchen that I now tend to use to mix up scrambled eggs, um, and mounted it like a champion and wrote it to sweet, sweet orgasmic bliss. And then you like put it on the bed? Uh, I've used it on the bed. I've used it on the couch where I'm sitting. Um, have you used it where I'm sitting? Yes. 
Yeah. I oh I did it on the the oh I've also fucked on like that weird ottoman thing that's at the base of my bed. In heel it's a little too tall without having heels. But if my boyfriend lays just right and I'm wearing heels, I can kind of like straddle him and I have quite a bit of control. That's a really nice position. Uh, no, I'm very fond of downgrading or downsizing the apartment means there are fewer options for strange fucking within your home, but like they still exist and I sure. enjoy finding them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so before I interrupted you, you said you had a favorite sex toy that you have? Um, no, it evolves. I like variety. Yeah, I have, I've got a couple of Lilo's. Um, What's a Lilo? Uh, so they're, they're semi-expensive vibrators in various, um, shapes. I have one that's like a petal shape. It's like rather large. Um, not, not huge, but it, it gets the job done and it has like seven speeds and different vibrations and all sorts of things. And then I have one, it's a little bit smaller, but it has like a separate prong for the clit. Oh, they're pink and purple, which is super cute. I feel like a girl collecting my little ponies or something. Um, and then I have a bunch of things you now stick up your ass that like plug onto a little vibrator that helps them vibrate. I really like those. And then the dildo. I had periods where I've had more sex toys, but I feel like I've really, I've whittled the collection down to. You got to have to have a budget for that. That's a lot of toys. I have very few toys um, and I haven't paid for any of them. They were all free toys. I haven't paid for a single toy that I own and I have my nice little collection. Well, some of them are gifts. My my current boyfriend uh, bought me a set of Lilo Benoit balls. So, like, that was a really Those sweet Those are the balls that you just, like, gift. keep in your pussy and, or you're uh, in your vagina? You, you can. I actually, uh, when I was working you, like, the corporate job in the burbs. Structure, uh, you, uh, you, 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 yeah, you, yeah. But you automatically clench. It's, it's not a, oh, it's, really? it's, it's, it's involuntary. Okay. Yeah. And it's pretty pleasurable, but if you haven't used them before, you shouldn't keep them in for too long because I actually found out uh, you can involuntarily clench to the point of pain. Um, it's very sweet before you get there, but just be careful. Uh, but no, I used to stick them in prior to making my hour-long commute home from the suburbs uh, after my job. So I would literally work, work, work. Oh my God, I hate my life. I hate my job, blah, 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 and stick them inside myself in my car and then drive for an hour with them in. It was. It, so it, is that for pleasure it, or is that like for strengthening? Uh, both. Yeah, it, it strengthens your pelvic floor. Um, and with the vibrations of the car felt quite good, although I almost got into several car accidents as a result of coming close to orgasm. Hey. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think the boyfriend found that humorous. I find I that know. humorous. It's... Because the question is, the question is like right before you get into the accident and die, mm. like do you come or not? Like, w- like you've hit the car, you're not dead yet, you haven't yeah. made impact with other things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, does your body decide? Well, let's give her one more O. Yeah. Or does it start freaking out early? You're making me think of this is a somewhat non sequitur, except that we're still talking about masturbation and cars. Uh, Listen, I can my, talk about masturbation and cars all day. Yeah, perhaps my most shameful masturbation story. I think. It's it's it was pretty pretty low, quote unquote. Would would you like to hear it, Billy? When do we get more chocolate? Dude, wait for it to kick in. I swear to God. Okay. The boyfriend took two and was out of his goddamn mind. All right, tell the story. Okay. Um so I should say when I was younger, I like it took me a while for me to lose my virginity. I think it was uh, 19, like right after high school. Um, but when I was younger, like between 16 and 18, I was horny as fuck and I didn't do anything about it except I ran a lot. Um, and I am not like this now, perhaps because I get to have sex, but 
it was very hard to start thinking about sex and then stop thinking about sex and driving in the car, including with my parents, extremely difficult. And one day I'm like maybe 16 or 17 and I'm running errands with my dad and we're in the car and like I fall asleep and stuff and I have like this very vivid sex dream and he stops to run an errand and like go into the bank. And I've had this dream and I'm so close that I just went ahead and like went at it in the car while my dad was going to run the errand just so that I could stop feeling so fucking pent up the entire time that we were driving around. Um, which, oh my God, like, ugh, parents. My most shameless masturbation story, uh, it's tied between my most shameless time, uh, my most shameless masturbation experience, it's tied between all the times I masturbated for a third time that day. Wow. All of them. They're all collectively the most shameful have ones. You, have you ever been caught <laughs> masturbating by someone you did not want to catch you masturbating? Like a non-partner, have, non-sexual object? I have never had someone I wanted to catch me masturbating catch me na- masturbating. Okay. Have you ever had someone you didn't want to catch you masturbating catch you masturbating? That's what I just said. No, you said the other one. Have you yeah. ever, have you ever had anyone catch you? Period. Yeah. Your parents? Sure. My oh. dad only. Yeah. Well, that's. My dad's caught me. Perhaps less roommates caught me. Um. I don't think I ever had a teacher catch me, but. Yeah, like no, I've been caught. It's it's whatever. I think my roommate caught me having phone sex once in college. But like on Skype, so I guess it's Skype sex. Skype sex, yeah, it's it, it's it's evolving. Yeah, there's way less phone sex. I well, but I feel the, like because the of the audio quality, days. we were on the phone, but the video was through Skype, so we were phone Skype sexing. Okay, it was both. Skype should really work on that. I don't know. When I was first that's in college, start, that's your startup idea, dude. Don't dude me. I'm a dude. I have you. large tits. Do not dude me. Okay, those are two completely unrelated sentences. I am I am aesthetically as far from a dude as humanly possible. I was saying unless like one unless like there's a sentence there. Um I'm not getting stoned at all. Give me more chocolate. Yeah, now yeah, so I can get stoned. Now look who's getting stoned. You're fucking getting stoned. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Own it. Girl. Um, Own it, slut. I am a slut. It's fine. I just want someone to love me, but it's okay. I'm very I, slutty. I, I think from what I've heard, there are many people who love you. Uh, there are people who want to make love to me, but that's... I, I, think, I think in the making love, there can still be an element of love. Not always, but sometimes. Mm. Not to get all deep and shit on you. Yeah, uh, ba- yeah. Come on, back to the butt stuff. What's all with this deep emotion shit? Come on, Billy, talk about fucking. Actually, I saved anal sex for someone that I love. So, well, as you know, I'm saving pegging for someone I love. So there you yeah. go. I just, I just found him, and then I let him plow me in the ass, and it was beautiful. And I might have like cried a little bit, but it also just felt really good and animalistic. And oh my god, I now want to go get him and do that again. Go get him. As a woman who appreciates the male form in many respects, I can be a little um, overly complimentary at times to the extent that men can feel slightly aesthetically objectified. Just to let you know, I will never feel aesthetically objectified. (laughs) You struggled with that so much. (laughs) If you want to objectify my body, you're welcome to. Well, I will say 
and this is something you you have in common with with current boyfriend who I'm not naming by name for privacy reasons. Just think of a name. Uh, Pick a name. Oh, okay, Ray. Ray. Okay, his name's Ray. Ray. That's, that was a lazy way to get to Ray, by the way. <laughs> yes, it was. I know how you got there. It's lazy as fuck. Yeah. Ray and K. Yeah. Well, yeah. K I get. Ray, come on, man. Ray and K. No? No? Okay. Uh, no, but like, like, dear Ray, uh, you have a bubble butt. Uh, I don't a, have a, a somewhat like wider butt, but like you, a, could, you could almost balance a tea set on your butt or at least one uh, cup. <laughs> like you, you definitely like... Of the of the physical male like attributes that I enjoy, uh, from a clothed perspective, have an ass. Well, by the way, unclothed, I still have an ass. Excuse you. I I didn't I didn't see that side of you last time. Ah, uh, right, right. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Only the other one, which was uh, pleasant. What? What? Uh, what other one? What? The other side of you. Oh, the other side. I'm, you- I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be complimentary while uh, still remembering that I have no recollection of this. I know that I you blew have, you. Don't, I just don't, don't remember it. Don't compliment my penis without remembering what it looks I'm, like. I'm sorry, I don't remember your penis, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> there have been so many penises after yours. So many. Just that I don't. Oh, there's lying up at the doors. I well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that exactly. It's just you know, it's it's been a few years and. I am a lovely woman in her mid twenties. What the fuck is that? That's creepy, and it makes me want to pee. <laughs> Stop it! I will hit you with the microphone. I will throw it at your head. <laughs> are you? Are you? If I didn't like the sound of my own voice so much, I would throw it. I'll throw the beer. <laughs> yeah you're not stoned at all no i am stoned now that's why i asked for the second piece yeah i'm i'm still enjoying i'm still enjoying how soft the microphone is on my skin <laughs> it's very and 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 i accidentally hit it against my lips knowing that it's probably full of the germs and just you like instinctively people. opened your jaw you're just like it's like those fish that live at the very bottom of the ocean and they're the scariest looking and they eat the weirdest shit. I want to be able to unhinge my jaw and swallow things whole. Because cool. <laughs> because comma cool. No. No. No comma. Because has no, become. No, you don't know how the cool kids are these days if that's how they do it. Be- because has become this. I was just reading an Atlantic article on this. And I'm now forgetting because I'm stoned. Is it that one chick who does all the, the word articles? feel like the Atlantic, Probably. I think they have like the same like mid-20s chick who like does all the word articles. Yeah. But, but how because has become this different part of speech and it is no longer, um, you know, it no longer connects sentences. Uh, it no longer connects two clauses. It is literally because noun, because internet, because stupid, uh, because lazy. Like we use it, I don't know, Twitter speak has become... American vernacular. Ooh, that's a word. Vernacular? vernacular? It's a great word. It's there. Yeah. I have to pee. I've had so much beer pee. and cranberry. Go pee. Okay. What are you going to talk about while I pee? I probably won't talk about anything. And I'll... You should, you should discuss water sports. Your view on water sports. Uh, my, my boyfriend and I discussed this the other night. It was, it was compelling. Who, I'll be uh, back. Do you guys want to pee on each other? Not particularly, no. But it was a good discussion. Okay. Peeing. Sweet Jesus, that was lovely.
I wish sometimes, not all the time. I'm glad that I only have to change my sheets once every two weeks. Really, let's let's be real. It's once a month. I'm so fucking lazy. That what those uh, touchless <laughs> orgasms sound like? <laughs> you mean my fake fart noises that I just made into the microphone? I could have just said that you farted, but I didn't. Because oh my God, pot that's... doesn't make me particularly smart. <laughs> this is that's just integrity. We, we don't have to. I, I don't have to attribute my noises to me, which I forget about. So do we get when do we get more chocolate, dude? Seriously, dude. Seriously, what, what time is it? It's your mom o'clock. <laughs> you you those sounds are like you're ready. You're ready to go fillet something. <laughs> I still haven't uh, knock on wood wood <laughs> <laughs> <Wood> specifically huh? <laughs> uh, you no- son, knocking you, you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> knocking not doing anything else how many emails, just knocking how many emails am I gonna get of uh, <laughs> Billy she seemed cool but her laugh sound maniacal and weird and scary <laughs> <laughs> And that one was just bad. I was talking about your normal laugh sounds like you're trying to take over the world. My normal laugh is a wonderful. It is a scintillating delight. Now I got to pee. <laughs> I wonder what embarrassing things I can say while you're gone. I'll find out probably tomorrow when I listen to it. Yay, editing. Or in a week when I Go pee aubergine pants. Don't girl me, girl. I can girl you harder. Girl. Girl. It's like that scene in that movie with those people where she goes, doorman, you're just a doorman, doorman, doorman. I fucking love that. I think it's a movie where Katherine Heigl gets pregnant or something. I don't give a shit about that part of it, but I love that scene. You're just a doorman, doorman, doorman. That's right, Billy. You're just a girl, girl, girl. Like it's an insult, but it's not. It's great. Except I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. But meh. (laughs) We're so stoned. Billy, stop. Uh, what do you want? What do you want? Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm back. Oh, he was here the whole time. Those weird sounds were him the entire time. It's mm. totally you. I want it to still be starring Kevin Hart. No, it needs to be starring me because I'm awesome. He's a lot funnier. Fuck you. That that ship has sailed, baby, okay? That is, that Do is not gone. baby me or I will bash your head in with this beer can, sir. If, if I believed you, I would stop. But I don't, so I won't. That rhymed. Hey, jiggity, jiggity. What? You are so fucking sad. Um, have you ever had sex high? Like on, like. Yes. What, yes, I have. What, what was the the substance? Um, I've had sex uh, while stoned, uh, marijuana. Okay. Um, and I've had sex on mushrooms. 
Okay. So did like his dick turn into a fucking TV screen out of nowhere? Um, does it like morph into a snake and you're worried it's going to bite your clit off? No. So Where the, are these the one images thing that was, in my head yeah, coming that's, from? Yeah, that's really dark. I need therapy, the uh, board game. <laughs> yeah, you, you need therapy, period. But the board game sounds fun. Um, no, I my first college boyfriend, uh, I did mushrooms uh, with his roommates who I lived with for like six months. Oh, my God. That was colorful um and he babysat me so he wasn't on them um and it was sort of like i wanted him to and like everything felt good but i didn't quite consent because i was really out of it um but we'd been together for a long time and had lots of sex so i didn't feel like terrible um but it was sort of like fucking someone and like looking at them through a fisheye lens so his head looked rather oddly shaped and yeah i don't know it was like everything felt really good but i couldn't orgasm and it probably doesn't make sense unless have you done mushrooms no okay but everything felt like really open and wet so like my eyes were tearing up like continuously but not from the inside tear ducts like from the outer tear ducts and it wasn't like i was crying like sad it was just they couldn't stop watering and my pussy was similarly extremely wet um, and if I tried to go to sleep and like put my head in the pillow, I just saw like a kaleidoscope and yeah. And he fucked me. And like, I remember it feeling good and it being good and it like felt good to touch him, but I couldn't like concentrate enough to like pinpoint the sensations in order to orgasm. If that makes sense. Sure. Sure. Um, and I remember kind of coming to, cause I did this night before a job interview because 21 and so smart. Um, I remember coming to like holding myself like I think he fell asleep uh, holding myself in a bathtub full of cold water uh, and I assume I'd just been in there and it had gotten cold but I have no track of time and I was totally fine and I was like holding myself like in the fetal position and the water was like oddly comforting even though it was cold and then I got up and I put on my clothes and I went to the job interview and I got the job so it was a fucking fucking weird I don't, whatever it was like 10 hours mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was that was me doing mushrooms since we decided to do drugs tonight and are now talking about drugs. Yay, drugs. I hope no one ever figures out this is me because we're talking about so many drugs. Uh, we can go back talking about so much sex if that's uh, yeah, better. Because that's, that's way better if my parents ever find out this is me. Which one would, your, par- which one would your parents be more um, hurt to hear, the drugs or the sex? I think, I think my mom would be okay. Like, my mom knows about drugs and sex and stuff um i think my mom would be like equally okay with both but would hope that i'm no longer doing drugs um and to her credit like i've never done anything really hard i've only done weed and i did the mushrooms once um so and i think she would say like i i hope that you will not take more marijuana in the future um i'm fairly certain my dad dealt drugs in college so he's one to talk but would probably be upset because he's upset about most things um it would be weirder because like dads and sex with daughters you know sure sure fucking awkward you know who's um pretty fucked up are you you cleaning off on the boobs feels oddly good i mean if this is gonna lead to one of those touch of orgasms you're welcome to keep going i'm gonna have to pee again but peeing's like an eighth and orgasm it's almost like if you save up longer it'll just like turn into an orgasm no, then I'll probably just wet myself. <laughs> Water sports. <laughs> Look at that callback. 
we should we should probably do a sober interview at some point i feel like i would have much more to offer your more intellectual listenership well, I, was, I was gonna tell you tomorrow I, I i was like let's do 20 to 30 minutes sober and i'll push them together that might be a great idea lest i, I sound know. like a complete bubbling idiot well i don't know which one would go first or second but like i think it'd be fun to be okay this yeah. is like our sober one this by the way snowboard. your eyes are so fucking red no, it's sullied my baby blue eyes. Yeah, no, you have fucking devil eyes right now. Yeah. It's fucking scary. You look frightening. I'm going to go rape a unicorn. Yeah. Wait, do you mean the mythical creature or the actual creature? Wait, there are, are there unicorns? Don't fuck with me <laughs> on that one, okay? That's not cool to do, bro. Do not bro me. I have triple D tits. And I I am nothing resembling a bro. Honey, I don't see the triple D tits. Therefore, you're a bro. What do you mean you're they're here. They're right here. It's not like I'm wearing a fucking tent. Nah, nah. Like if I'm not seeing titties, then they're a bro. That's like how you separate the world. Fuck you, no. There are bros and there are I mean, I don't who- regularly think about your cock, but I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lady your ass. Sure. All right. If you're going to call me bro, I'm going to call you lady. Okay. That's how this is going to work. This is like and I now said, I'm going to go pee. There are people whose tits I sometimes get to see, and then they're bros. Those are, that's how the world works, You man. mean when you don't get to see them, they're bros? Yeah. You are so stoned. Yeah. 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 Okay. Pee time. Okay, go pee, and then we'll, we'll wrap this drunk one up. You're like, this feels good. Yeah, I think we should have one more half a piece before we go out. Okay, well, let's do it now. Yeah. Okay. I'm hungry. Chocolate. Well, are you able to walk? I don't know. We'll find out. By the way, this is, yeah, an Alan Little. This is what? what? Yeah. What? Yeah. You want another piece and you're already talking. <coughs> I didn't ask for another piece. You offered another piece, and I therefore agreed with you because chocolate. Because, comma, chocolate. All right. Oh, my God, it's so weedy. It's so weedy. I feel like we should sing something together because I always feel like when I'm drunk and stoned that I sing far better than I am. And I'd be curious to, like, listen to this later when I'm sober. Kick the bunny. He's chewing the cords. Hey, bunny. So she, this, this fucking woman has a fucking bunny. Yes. He's about to bite my fucking toe. I can tell. <laughs> he nibbles. It's a love nibble. Uh, what is love? Baby, baby don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. Don't hurt me. No more. What, what is love? Whoa, 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 whoa. Whatever we should. We if this should. takes a while to like kick in and we're fucking out, I am done. Like I am gone. God help us all. Well, okay. Let's let's wrap Tiny up. Tim, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> That's <laughs> gonna be so funny for reasons you don't understand and the <laughs> listeners will understand. Um, but I will. Uh, okay. Well, let's wrap up this like stoned per- version part portion. Persian? 
portion. portion. The Persian. Persian portion. The, the version and the portion. This is, is the Persian. The, uh, the Persian portion the of the show. Persian portion version. Per- sounds per- like that. Sounds like Persian orgy version or Persian Por- porn <laughs> visions. Porn visions. Persian portion version. It sounds like a Persian, Persian prostitute virgin. There we go. Persian portion version. Yeah. Yep. Portion. Portion. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um. <laughs> This whole laugh in. <laughs> oh my god, guys! She looks like she's about to blow up. I need <laughs> help. Okay, I need to hide under the lead tent. I'm this, not an X-ray machine. This atom bomb is gonna explode. A lead tent is not gonna protect you from an atom bomb. It will protect you from a dental X-ray. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't do that anymore oh whatever <gasps> i just went to the dentist it was good i had five cavities but i hadn't been in like three years You're so and i need a lot of fucking sugar <laughs> and it was covered by my former company that i hate so <laughs> this is gonna become a confessional just like random fucking truth it was great it was like oh five cavities my former company that i hate has to pay for <laughs> Fantastic. Are you sure there's not a sixth? Are you sure? Because they'll pay for all of that shit. Fuck those bastards. Oh, God. <sighs> Who's turned on right now, guys? Come on. Be honest. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. My, my maniacal laugh inspires even the most studly of ladies and gentlemen. Um... Okay, uh, if what what's like the if there's one thing that you're unsatisfied about your sex life in a succinct manner, <laughs> good fucking luck with that. <laughs> what what's something in your sex life you would change very definitively if you could? Huh. Um. In 100 characters or less. Oh, that's impossible. Almost. I mean, so I'm a perf- I should preface. I'm a perfectionist. You've run out of characters. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm a perfectionist. So this does not speak to my current partner or any of my previous partners because I'm always focused on improving myself and others. Um, I think I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to say this is not something I'm dissatisfied with. It's something I'm excited to discover and explore more with my current partner. Um, and get to know one another uh, better in terms of, um, you know, the entirety of the sexual spectrum and what's available to you. And, um, you know, we, we last night actually created a, a want, will, won't list, uh, all, uh, um, doe eyes on sex explanations. And, uh, so I'm, I'm excited to kind of, uh, understand like his version of that and for him to understand mine and for us to get to explore even more with one another. That sounds adorable. Yeah, it's it's ridiculously communicative and healthy. Um, so God knows I'll fuck it up. But for now, it's fantastic. Okay. 
Um, what's the first uh, sexual word that comes to mind? Go. Froth. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm really sad I fucking asked. All right, Kay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do another like maybe twenty minutes sober. That might be a, a solid idea. 20, so these, these sober really we'll nice see. people realize that I have an education and you know coherent, somewhat intelligent thoughts on things, rather than that I'm just your drug buddy. Okay. Who laughs maniacally? Well, just in case we need it, uh, say say goodbye to everybody. Say your last words. My last words. That's so ominous. I don't know. Those are great last words. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shut up. I'm no. I need to edit. Edit. I need time to think. I want to say something profound. So why don't you say goodbye to all my lovely slutty fan whores. Goodbye to all of Billy's lovely, slutty fan whores. It has been a pleasure mildly entertaining you. Oh, man, what an episode. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Um, I, Billy is a silly bitch when he is stoned, right? Wow. Uh, I had such a fantastic time talking with Kay. I hope you all enjoyed it. It was a great time for me. Uh, we got to both hear how we've grown up. We've evolved. We've uh, matured. We're different people now. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, please, you know, do me a favor. Share the show with a friend. It helps organically grow the show. If I know what the numbers are. If you all shared this show with a friend, I would be, okay, I wouldn't be number one, but I'd, I'd be like the number four sex podcast on, on iTunes. I'm just saying. Share the show with a friend. Give them the website. Take their phone. Open a podcast app. Hit subscribe. And then tell them you're welcome. <laughs> uh, as a, And I hope you too are also subscribed to the Man Whore Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Any podcast app you like, I hope you're subscribed on it. If you like the show, please do me a favor and leave a comment. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Because it helps me know what I'm doing right. It helps me know what I'm doing wrong. And I take all those wrong things and I put it in this little trash bin in my corner of my room. And then I jerk off and come into it. But, like, I totally read the criticism first. <laughs> um, if you guys want to shout out to me on Twitter, I'm over at TheBillyPresita. Use the hashtag ManHorrorPodcast. Let me know what you think about the show. And uh, if you want to say something a little bit more privately, uh, you can email me your comments, your questions, your queries in some cases, your booby pictures, over to manhorpod at gmail.com. Uh, as always, I will be here every Wednesday or whichever day you prefer to listen to your new podcast episodes. Talking about sexy sex fun times and my dating woes. Next week, we've got Emily, who broke my heart via handwritten letter six years ago. Six years, Billy. Get over it. It's been six years. That, that'll make sense to you guys next week. Uh, until then, everybody, don't forget, stay slutty. <laughs> <laughs>